Welcome to today's special edition pizza pod brought to you by Lots of Matzah Pizza. Carl Shetler, a.k.a. Carl East, and I are in Duluth, Minnesota, his hometown, to take in the press conference from Mike Randolph. It really wasn't a press conference, but uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our feelings after this, uh, our feelings of this entire week, what's gone down with Mike. We'll probably give you some inside scoops that you may or may not know. Um, Carl's done a lot of work. I've done a lot of work on this. I uh, hope you enjoy today's show. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, good afternoon, Carl. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing all right. It's been quite the week, Tony, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a JFK, where were you when you found out uh, Rand got, we're gonna, we can say it on our show, when Rand got fired yep. at Duluth East. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. it. Like, I, I don't yeah, really sure. care. I mean, semantics, splitting right? hairs. Yep. Yeah. Um, where were you? What, what, what were you doing when you found out? Because we, we were minutes apart from finding out. Yeah, well, I was actually cooking dinner, and then I, I could see... Uh, <laughs> couple of people we know were sending messages back and forth. It's like, oh, I wonder what that's blowing up about. And then, and Danny calls me. <laughs> it's like, yeah. check your phone. Um, and then, so that's what I found out. And then I uh, promptly tweeted it. I believe I was the first person to tweet you it. You beat me and, by one ah, minute. Yeah, well, you're too busy talking to the source. I you? was too busy being a journalist. <laughs> you were just a blogger. Yep. That's the definition of it there. And what I mean by that is I had heard from a staff member, we'll say, at, at Duluth East that it was official and there was going to be a press conference at 11 and they wanted us to get the word out about the press conference. And I said, well, you know, as much as I appreciate that, I do need to have two sources, so I need to call the coach because mm-hmm. I have a good enough relationship with him to confirm it. And if you know Rand, it's going to take a little bit longer uh, yeah. to get off the no. phone. So I couldn't get away quick enough to beat you to the tweet. Stole you it. stole it from me. It's okay. I, I actually was happy that it was you <laughs> and not someone from the major media and it was someone from us so it was great all right um i've had what like was it tuesday so three three Day, yep. good days mm-hmm. to let all of this sink in and it's not completely sunk in for me yet uh that this actually happened but i'd love to say it was a surprise but if you follow our podcast or if you're an active high school hockey fan you knew that he was on some type of hot seat and it was because of parents and now we can officially say that out of if you read between the lines on his statement and his from today that he basically blamed the parents for mm-hmm. for the lynch mob that basically took place that got him dismissed big question here and 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 I'm just going to put you on the spot is how much evidence do we have how much evidence is out there that this was a parental lynch mob um, well, I've seen emails. I can say that. Yeah. I have seen emails that were sent from certain parents to each right. other. Saying, Documented with their yes, names yes, attached to them, right? Saying, here is the form to fill out for complaints. We should all do this. Right. So they, kinda, they, and, they brought that together. Yep. Um, from what you gather, and I know the answer to this, what you gather, was there a smoking gun was there a moment where he belittled a player was there a smoking gun where he did something 
it would not be fitting of a high school coach at any sports, <laughs> any level. I mean, much less the most visible sport at the school and at the highest level at Minnesota State Hockey is, you know, because let's not kid ourselves. The volleyball coach is not being treated the same as the boys' high school coach. Fact? Pretty safe fact there. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, so do we have any evidence that, that maybe put it over the top? I'll say from where we are now, we haven't seen it. I mean, it, everything is sealed. You know, we, we, none of this is public. None of the allegations have come out. None of the people who have been part of those accusations have been willing to step forward or talk to anyone. All right. So, so here's what concerns me. I'm yeah. speaking somewhat on, on, on Mike Randall's behalf. Uh, he, and I speak on his behalf because I find him to be an institution. Um, you could make a case that he's one of the top five coaches of all time if you go back to the 40s uh, to today. So in 70, 80 years, he's, mm-hmm. you could make an argument he's one of the top five coaches. You could make an argument he's the best coach of all time. I mean, you could make some, some cases, right? Sure. Wins and yeah. all those things. Um, but the, 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 what I'm, the point I'm trying to, to make here is there is no evidence – that he's done anything wrong, and there will always be a perception that there was something wrong, done something wrong. Yeah, and, you know, I, let's start by saying Mike has been a controversial figure over the course of his career. You know, He's I think been let go once yes, before. Yes, this, 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 all, this all happened before. Almost deja We've vu. seen it, yep. And, of course, that was an earlier phase of life. I'm not sure he's going to go no. through with fighting it the way he did last time. But, no, um, and, and Jake hadn't played. His right. kids hadn't yep. played yet, yep. so yep. he had a lot more meat on the bone, mm-hmm. right? But at, at that time, you know, you, you saw, like, he opened up his file. You know, he you know, put it all out into the public. You know, everyone could see everything that had been said. Yeah. And, uh, you know, was willing to share that with everyone. Yeah, and I amazing. I, that was one of the questions mm-hmm. I want to ask. Are you having a deja vu? To 2000? <laughs> was it 2003-4? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so we don't really know of any evidence here. So what, what concerns me here is that um, he... Um, has um, he will has have definitely resigned from the position. So let's get into the semantics again. So he's sure. resigned now from the job, and now we're reading some of these emails from players that have sent to the school board and to the principal. Mm-hmm. Now the uh, let's just I'll be as nice as I can. Let's just say the administration is doing the we didn't want him to resign trick. Yeah, right? are you getting that sense? Oh, he he resigned. Mm-hmm. We we never said that. And, and and I think eventually, I'm gonna go face to face and ask for a public statement from Mike to say that he was forced to resign. Mm-hmm. Do you would you want to hear that as a hockey fan? It, you already it, know be pretty it. juicy, but yep. You already know it's true, though, right? right? Yeah, he's told you. He was, he's told me as he well. He was told his contract would not be renewed. That is fired. Yeah, that's. I know yeah. you. The semantics of this are. Are, they are what they are. If his contract is mm-hmm. not, he has no contract to work, he's been fired. Yeah. So, who fired him? So, what we, right? what we know I mean, is, we, there's, there's yeah. three parties involved let's, that are hired parties involved. There's an athletic director, there's a principal, there's a superintendent of schools. Those are the, mm-hmm. That's the chain of the command. And then there's a school board who hires all three of them. Yes. Who's the... Who's, Who's holding the gun? Who put him down? You figure it has to be 
some, staff. Because the, the other yeah. three are going to have their hands up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it wasn't me. They're going to do the Pontius Pilate. Oh, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't my fault. Knowing right? enough about Duluth internal politics and what's going on here, this, this school board is not out to get Randolph. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked with that school board member who sent that email had no clue what happened. And it's true. They yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Right? So so they're in the ivory tower. Yep. Right? They're off. So now yep. let's go back down to the president of the school district, which mm-hmm. is the superintendent. Yeah. Right? Superintendent. So he overlooks, does he overlook Denfield as well? Yes. So, so he lo- overlooks all of Public, and public And he's schools. been here for less than a year. He came from Green Bay. He's okay. New. All right. So he's brand new. Yep. So he's got this whole thing he's dealing with. The hockey coach is probably the least of his worries mm-hmm. as far as digging his cleats. Yeah, into he, the he wanders in, in the middle of a pandemic to a... <laughs> yes, and that, yeah. that too, right? So yeah, this is so. probably not priority number one. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's not him no. or her. I'm not, I don't know. It's right? him. Yeah, yeah, okay. no. um, it's, is it the principal? Because the principal hires the athletic director, correct? Is that the chain of command? Correct. The, the athletic director at East has been there long before the current principal has been, has been there. But, but yeah. still, if enough complaints, yeah, yeah. the principal and could pull the trigger? Potentially, yeah, okay. or be part of the, at least the communication chain, yeah. Right, so he or she, is a he or she, she, she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the athletic director, Sean Road, knows what's going, going on, on, right? Yeah. So you are saying, if you had to suggest who told him his contract, it would be either the principal or the athletic director. Uh, in terms of who was actually pulling the trigger, yes. I, I do know he had a meeting with, what was it, the superintendent, the, I believe the assistant superintendent, Road. There, there, there they was were a, all in There the were room. a lot of people in the room. Really? The, there was the HR guy. It's a, another fun back, Yeah, the, when the HR guy comes, so, they're, not, they're not giving you a gold watch. A great story on the, back, on, the, right? on the HR guy. So this HR guy was, was the HR guy with the district the previous time. No way. He, is, he retired years ago. But the one who succeeded him has also since retired, so he's on as an interim. <laughs> no way. It's like deja yeah. vu. And I don't think it's, it's on him. I think he's just doing his job. But, right. But, yeah. How crazy is that? <laughs> so, anyway, so they have this meeting through directly from Mike Randolph. So this isn't like, yeah, I talked to Randolph's friend and his cousin and his brother. This is directly from Mike told us, you and I both, that his contract wasn't renewed for 21-22. Yes. Or he was told it would not be. It would not be. So this yeah. is the semantics where mm-hmm. now the, the, the AD, the principal, the superintendent, school board can go, he just resigned. Mm-hmm. Publicly, they can say that, even though privately they know. And we have on record Mike Randolph saying this happened. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. All right. I don't want to talk anymore about the semantics. <laughs> of, it's over. Let's talk about Mike and let's give him his uh, his due. Uh, we've never been short of giving him his due on our website, and and rightfully so. Oh. Six hundred plus wins, second all time. He's sixty wins or forty wins. Forty, oh, 40 wins from from the record is yep. is who is the record? Is it Lauren? It's Lauren Grosso. Okay, yeah. Lauren. So he's got. He's mm-hmm. there. Yep. You know, he's at there. He's and. And publicly, another question that I would have asked today had he opened up for questions is, do you want to coach? Yep. And I know his answer has already said, yes, yes, he wants to coach. So Mike Randolph will coach MSHSL hockey again someday. Somewhere. I don't think yep. it'll be this year. It might be a little yeah, late Yeah, it's a little that. late. But, uh, there are openings, but 
it would be complicated. Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. There are openings and they will be complicated. But let's talk about that. You and I have had this discussion. I think it's really cool to talk about. What's a good program? And I'm not firing coaches in no, these yeah. cities. So don't take, if you're at the Elk River, if you're Ben Gustafson, <laughs> don't take that you're getting fired. But those are the types of programs at Elk River, White Bear Lake, where you have a really solid Gee, youth close. program. Yeah. Yeah, a solid program. And the parents, the boosters, the Youth Hockey Association would be like, yeah, we'll take that. Think you could cash in at the casino? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't no, like that. No, I don't no, like no. that. Okay. I don't like that. No parlay. It, it, it can't be Chamhassen. Sure. It just it can't be. It's got to be somewhere where there's a really entrenched youth hockey community who, if the, if their coach were to resign, this would be an ideal fit. It's got to mm-hmm. be somewhere where they're 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 the truth, honesty to their children is still valued <laughs> because it's not yeah. valued here in Duluth. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, like, if, if Mike's telling the truth, um, sometimes the truth hurts. And there's some pain that comes with the truth. And, yeah. and the, part of the truth is that, that hurts me is that Mike Randolph is no longer the coach at Duluth East. Yeah, it's going to take a long time for that to sink in. It's going to be some game next year when it's someone else and on I, that bench, and we can get into that too. We host Who the is opener. that going to be? We, yeah, I know. We'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> we host the opener next year. I believe that's their first game of the season down in Bloomington. It's going to be weird watching the scarlet and gray, red and whatever black unis mm-hmm. come trotting out there, and Rand isn't behind the bench, and yeah. I don't get, you know, a heap of crap before the game about something I did or said or, you know, whatever. It's, it's, I'll miss them. I will yeah. really – that's one I'm really going to miss, uh, in, in the, especially with his, with his uh, Duluth East jacket on. And, you know, it's just – it's he yeah. is – And something that the casual fans don't know is just – how much fun it is to talk to Mike Randolph. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's it's, candid. Right. He will be very blunt and honest and funny and yeah. great dry humor. And no, no matter what you think of how his coaching job or what that is, you know, he's a if you really have any interest in high school hockey, it is a treat. He's a really fun guy to be around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you can take him on too. That's my favorite yeah. thing is I've, I've challenged, he, he likes a challenge. Yeah. You know, I challenge him on stuff. He's like, "Oh no!" And I would challenge him on, on, on his schedule or or something like that. And he gets back after me. I like that. I, I do. I, I appreciate that. Um, I have a segment. We're going to call this "It's a Wonderful Life" segment. Okay. Um, and I know you're going to just take this thing and run with it, but uh, there's a movie, It's a Wonderful Life, for the youngsters listening out there. You've probably never seen it, but um, George Bailey. Uh, Gets a chance to view his life. He's going to take his life, and he gets a chance to view his life, what his life, what effect he had on everyone's life in his town. Um, And it's a really neat story. That's sad, heartwarming, all these things. And for some reason, it hit me yesterday that what would it be like, what would Duluth hockey look like hadn't Mike Randolph taken the head coaching job at Duluth East? Say he got the job at St. Scholastica Mm -hmm. or... Division two school, or or just kept on being an assistant. What would we know? What effect he had on Duluth East? Would Dave Spihar gotten three hat tricks in a state tournament? Would this building we're in right now, the Heritage Center, when 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 what was it? Peterson Rink blew up. Uh, yeah, Peterson Arena. Peterson Rink blows up, basically due to a Zamboni, mm-hmm. and then they were made with a choice to build another rink or to build this. Taj Mahal here at Heritage. Yep. Would this be here? 
You know what I mean? Like, he built There's Duluth hockey. Mm-hmm. Not just Duluth East hockey, but Duluth hockey. He made this a destination mm-hmm. to play hockey. And he's a big part of it. And what would it be like? Because we know what it was like up till 1991, 92. Yeah, I can, like. I can give that context. Let's hear so, it. Bring it out. You know, for Duluth East hockey for, you know, for what would be 40-odd years of existence in that time frame had... You know, they had a little run in the 60s of success. Yes. Uh, they, oh, yeah. they won a tournament. They yeah. went, went to about four in six years or something like that. Yep. But after that, you had a stretch of about 25 years with one trip to the state Baron. tournament. And you know, they, were, they were okay, though. They, I mean, they had, every season was a winning season because that was, you know, yeah. that streak of 60-some winning seasons. Yep. And then, uh, you know, there was relatively regular D1 talent flowing out. Yep. So there's certainly talent. So... And then, but it's also, it was also chaotic. I think they, they, the two coaches immediately before him both lasted two years. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, and again, talented teams. I know, like, Sean Hill was playing then. He played I was going to say Sean So Hill. you got, you know, they, they made a couple section finals in that stretch, but never won. Here's one for you. Here's a takeaway for you. The, um, when I was growing up, uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, they had a team up here called Duluth Stewarts, mm-hmm. and they were a wagon. I mean, they were unbelievable. Um, and it was basically all Duluth All Stars. They would go out yeah. and play, and it was fun to watch them. I saw, I got to, see, I played against them, got to watch them play. They won a Pee Wee A state tournament. They beat this undefeated Minnetonka team that ended up having 14 Division One <laughs> players on it. And that, that that team. My point is, it wasn't like. There was no good youth hockey in yeah. Duluth. Duluth hockey has been very solid, but it never really got over the hump mm-hmm. uh, in that 20 or 30 years leading up to it. Yeah, and I, I believe the story Randolph has told, too, is that he, when he came in, he said, I will get you to a state tournament within five years or you can fire me. Yeah, well, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. probably would have happened anyway, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... But they, did. They, yeah. Prob- but they had, like, like Spear's group, mm-hmm. he knew it was a special group. But who's to say that the, the coach or the next coach brought in would, would do what, what Randolph mm-hmm. did? There's no chance. <clears throat> and then there's, I think there are like kind of two distinct coaching skill sets too. One is like building people up. You know, okay, this is a program that's weak. We need to make it good. Right. Then there's, you know, like the ability to sustain, keep something that has been good, continue to be For good. For so long. Yeah. And so, and being able to do both is a rare skill set. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I love people when they talk about high school hockey. Uh, like hockey coaches and programs like they're like they're Alabama or you know mm-hmm. what I mean or Wisconsin or whatever like yeah well Randolph hasn't won the big one since 98 you know like mm-hmm. hey dude look what he's done over year in year out is my response back you know or like like a Bruce plant I mean it was year in year out you know, success. So mm-hmm. they're doing something like my, my point is they're doing something right yeah. you know Lee, Lee Smith that his team's 16, 17 were better than the team that won this yep. year. Yep. It's just, you got to get the right formula. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they got the, they got the lucky bounce and beat Maple Grove. And, you know what I mean? So the same thing, it's like, you, you can't always get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that another thing that you see is, you know, talent ebbs and flows, but how do you do in the years when it's down? Can you maintain that baseline? Yeah. And then can you look and see it? And can you look back at that season and say, there are specific things the coach did that made a mediocre team look better. Yes, and he yeah. had a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was you know, probably the most hands-on coach you'll ever see at the high school level, right, in terms of his control over what's going on out there. Yes, yeah. I would and, say true. And there are times when it backfired. I think anyone who's watched this program, it's said, yeah, like 
we, we saw that system they were playing against Forest Lake. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. <laughs> no, but it, it was his, oh, you know, yep. maybe, maybe he was a little bit uh, close-minded. Yeah, and, uh, and he was probably building for the Andover game because that was the only thing he thought he could win with against Andover. Right, right. If we're going to play this. And I, he's told me that before. Yeah. I think on, on one of my uh, biographical podcasts I did with him, he mm-hmm. ba- he's much said that. He goes, hey, we got a system. I think we were talking about 2015. Yeah. He goes, if we're going to beat Edina or we're going to get to the States, we have to play the system and it mm-hmm. succeeds. So that's just Rand. You know, he's yeah. a little bit stubborn sometimes. <laughs> a little bit? Yeah. So, but not fireable. Yeah, like, no. yeah, you're just sitting here looking for a smoking gun, and, you know, if, if it's there, I'll believe it. I mean, I'm not so would I. wedded to this man in any I, long-term way. Yeah. By the time I have a stake here, he was going to be gone anyway. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so um, let's talk about the press conference a little bit. It really wasn't a press conference. It was an issuing, because press conferences, the press gets to ask questions. The press so did was, not get to ask questions. No, it was, that was right at the end, I won't be taking questions. And I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you dropped Louis for nothing. <laughs> you for that. Out with me. I wanted to ask him if he got fired. You know, that was the only question I really wanted to be make public. Um, the the question I have, or the biggest takeaway, is in a, a topic that will be belabored for at least the next year is what he said about Brainerd and Lakeville South. Mm-hmm. He talked about parents running coaches out of town, and he obviously was the the, the the same. And he actually mentioned those programs by name in his transcript. It yeah. was what did you do when you heard that? You know, I I was not shocked because I know he's, I mean, that's another thing about Randolph is that he's very connected with the other coaches around the state. Oh, yeah. So he knows these guys. He's aware he of what's a lot of going. time in the lobby. Yep. He does. Yep. And so, he, you know, he knows what they're all going through. Yeah. And so he's been there to see. Yep, yep. And I know, I think he's even helped some of these people who've had difficult situations in the past because, you know, I've been, he'd been through it and won. He's yeah. the only one who's won. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... You could tell that there was a little more of a rallying cry there, too. It's like something is fundamentally broken in how coaches are hired and fired and assessed in high school hockey. He made mention of, you know, you know, in 2003, he had a lot more energy, right? Mm-hmm. He had, you know, he was younger, yeah. you know. He was, he was willing to, you know, take down the man or fight the power, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell, you know, he's 60 years old, 60-plus now. He's like, I'm not going to. I don't have the energy to fight the powers. Yeah. Basically, he said it in those words. Mm-hmm. He goes, I just, it's, it's, it's way too hard when the administration is against you, yeah. right? That was his, yeah, right. one of the classic quotes of yeah, the press. To me, that was the line that jumped out the most to me. He said the administration. Of, yeah, lack of administrative support. <laughs> yeah. There back in the 80s when SMU got canceled, it was lack of institutional control. This was <laughs> lack of institutional support. Yeah. Pretty much, yep. you know. Two sides of the coin. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's go to uh, biggest takeaway about Mike. I mean, we got them all. We got mm-hmm. tons of them. But w- what would you say your biggest takeaway with him will be? I guess I will always, I think you, you've seen this in some of the statements that have come out about Mike, some of the former players that you're seeing on Twitter and right. so on. It's like, you know, very few will, no, no one will say he was you know, loving and cuddly. No one will no. say he was, you know, their best friend. But the number of people who say, even though there were days that were that were hell, what the life lessons that he taught me and what he, you know, showed me about what I had to do later in life were what mattered. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go back to. I, I argue that he is a teddy bear. 
<laughs> Let's hear and, it. And I and go back, and it's, it's it's just a really small, small snapshot. It's the, in heaven there is no beer, right? Beer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I can okay, say it here. Yeah. I'm going beer on this one, <laughs> right? There's this, that's that line, right? Mm-hmm. And there is, you don't get the teddy bear a lot. You get it one mm-hmm. Once a year, maybe you get the teddy bear, and the other ninety-nine, you get you get gruffy old Rand, right? <laughs> but when you go to state, you beat Rapids, and you go into the locker room, and the and the boys do nah, and then they all get going, and they get they they sing the song or they clip it out. There's so much love there. This guy cares mm-hmm. so much, and I, and I, I loved it because I, I I remembered in my biographical pod with him talking about his dad getting a stroke and how tough life was it was really hard he comes from a really tough family he he didn't get hockey skates till he was in high school that's the sort of parents he had yeah Yeah. i mean this this kind of but but the point is he grew up tough Mm -hmm. tough as nails and you can see it and, and it comes out and life i have a you know, 17, 19, 21 year old yeah, kid. Yeah. And I'm doing this stuff with my kids now, which is, you know, I, I told my daughter, Olivia, who's a freshman, and she was suffering something in college, you know, mm-hmm. was having a tough day in college. I said, hey, remember your grad party where aunts and uncles, brothers, cousins, all dropped off 10s and 20s and $100 bills, and you had all that wad of money? She's like, yeah. I go, that was the best day of your life, the rest of it gets really freaking hard, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's that's a tough lesson. Yeah, but that yeah. lesson I'm teaching my kids, it's the exact same things mm-hmm. that Rand is teaching 15 to 18 year old kid, high school hockey players. And you know what? They don't want to hear that. Yeah. Well, let's. They let's, don't. A lot do. Let's let's make yeah. sure we acknowledge that Correct. there are a lot of people who do and get it, and maybe they not in the moment. Yes. Correct. But they can appreciate that. And that's what yeah. makes him such a treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, the wins, the losses, all that other stuff. But he even mentioned it today in the pod. He was, these are relationships. He talked about the positive relationships with parents. Talked about the positive oh. relationships. Oh, here's one more great take. It was early on. He says, the apple doesn't, doesn't fall, fall far from, from the tree, tree, which was a great dig at the rotten apples that ended up getting him not renewed, we'll mm-hmm. say. Right? Yep. Um, last, um, takeaway or two, um, let's talk, let's talk hockey. Let's talk puck. Who's going <laughs> to, who's going to take this terrible job? Uh-huh. Cause it's not pretty. You nope. know what I mean? Nope. I think I interviewed, uh, Josh Storm yesterday, Lakeville South. Yep. They got a good one. Yeah. He's good. Can they match? Can Duluth East match the hire where it's a dream job for him to coach at Lakeville South? There's a few guys where it'd be the dream job here but do they know what they're stepping themselves into and or are they tied up in what has gone on over the past few years which would be bad yeah so i've been telling people all across whoever they hire use when your tweet needs to not be from here or at least not in the past no 10 years they they cannot be here let's 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 throw out some names here I got I got one for you. Fair away. Uh, you you have the initial one where everybody's throwing out there. I don't even know his name. last name starts with an M, right? Mills. Not Mills. No, no. there's another guy. Who's the who's the name? You you've thrown me out his name before. Oh, Matt, Matt Matthias. Matthias. Yeah. M. Yeah. yeah. Matt Matthias seems to be the reigning. Is he? What, what's tell us who Matt Matthias? Matt is Matthias played hired. for the East in the mid nineties. Went to UMD. So played D one. Played for a while here. He has kids coming up in the system. 
Okay. Yep. Um, so he's friends with everybody. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing, right? Will he be friends with them as the head coach once he cuts one of their kids? <laughs> See? Good it's, question. It's the million-dollar yep. question. Here's a name for you. I'm not sure that I've thrown this one at you, but Scott Pionk. Yeah. How's that he's for a, a name? A name. He's that would be a big name. He, do, he wouldn't have to move. Nope. Right? I, um, I could work with Scott Pionk. Well, yep. well, well trained mm-hmm. in the game of hockey. He's coached junior hockey. Um, he's coached plenty of high school hockey. Um, his kids played at Hermantown. But they're gone now. And they're gone now. And I wouldn't call him like a Hermantown Kool-Aid guy. Right. Right? I mean, he's yeah. not anti-Hermantown. No, no, but, but he's always been fairly, you know, agnostic. He, he's on the record to, saying they should go double A, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah agnostic. Perfect yeah. word. He's yeah. just, he's never been... He seems like a guy, he ran Lake Superior Stars for years, mm-hmm. the youth summer program. So he's always been fairly well connected with Cloquet, Duluth, Hermantown, Proctor, all, the, all the, the, the area up here. So I think he'd be a great hire. Any other names that just pop out at you? Mm. Come on, Carl. Well, you can do start it. going down the list of alumni. Um, we, we, I think we can say none of the current staff want to. They, no. they do not want to be part of anything no. going forward. No. Um, and that throws out Dylan. Dylan wouldn't yeah, do it. No. I mean, everyone would think from the outside he would be the logical choice. Right. Right? He's the right age, yep. lived in town, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Old star coming back. Yeah, yeah. Right. But. Exactly. Not him. No. How about any other names? Just come on. Just throw mm-hmm. one out here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw one at you that's going to get bouncing. some attention yeah. here. Are you ready for this one? If there was like a drum roll. Give it to me. How about Dave Spear? Hmm. Dave lives in the Twin Cities. Yeah, he's been out of the picture mostly he's been very active uh in in youth in the youth hockey ranks um i don't know what his his professional life is but i know yeah, he's very he committed mm-hmm. he's very committed to youth hockey he's very committed to his two boys that are how, how old are they now superstars yeah. uh they're 07 09 i think so like uh uh, eighth grade, yeah. So eighth grade going into ninth. So starting high school and next maybe year. sixth grade going into seventh, fifth grade mm-hmm. going into sixth, something like that. So that's, that's what a, a juicy perfect one. time. Yep. And talk about the hero in this town. <laughs> I mean, they will make monuments for him when mm-hmm. he passes away. You know, because he basically put this program on the map. Yep. So there's one there. Um, any others you might want to think of? I had thought of another one too. That could, you know, yeah. take, take the job. Anyone who would want to take this job, because it's a big task. Well, I, I believe Dave Oss from Brainerd was a finalist for Lakeville South, so he's apparently hunting for something. That is a great take. Yeah. That is a great take, which is interesting, because I'm friends with Dave on social media, and he's got this house in Brainerd, or near Brainerd. Mm-hmm. He's got, he's, I get like a sunset picture or sunrise picture. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful landscape where he lives. He's still employed by the school district, so. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing because he's a special ed teacher, it wouldn't be hard to get placed. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's not like they're lining up, to, people are lining up to be special ed mm-hmm. teachers. So I think he could end up here as well, which yeah. would be a great hire. Mm-hmm. It's, it would fit all the bill yeah. for everything that you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? He's young enough, yeah. right? He's experienced enough, and he's a teacher. Yep. So that would work out really well. And someone who is kind of in the Randolph mold as a personality, which yes. not, well, some people won't like, but... Uh, I think people might, will really well, like him. Yeah. 
Um, will Dave, I think Dave's going to have to go to somewhere he's going to be more successful, just like. Yeah, Brainerd was a tough spot for him. He's going to have to be, he's going to have to be in one of those towns like White Bear, Mm -hmm. Elk River types, where they're going to be, have a great youth program and have a a need for a great figurehead coach. And that's what these guys are really looking for. All right, so we've talked about coaches. Um, what does this do for you? You know, you're, you're a, a pseudo journalist when you're following the team, but you're more of a fanboy. Um, That's fair, right? I mean, <laughs> there are days when I'm fanboy mm-hmm. too. You know, when the Gopher hockey team does something well, I I turn really quick into fanboy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to lie, right? We all kind of have that. Um, what does this mean for Duluth East hockey? Is it is it a is it a hurdle that it needs to get over, or will they get do do just fine with without Rand? Everything depends on who comes in. Um, you know, you look they have a core of pretty good sophomores. Um, you know, it's not a, maybe a you know worth Lamaster type class, but it's a good class. It's a good class, very good class. Um, yeah, I mean, you look long term. You know, still good numbers to up and down the youth system. It's not. No, it's, it's, not, not. it's not. We're not dying off into Minneapolis or something like that. No, yeah. no. Uh, it won't be heading to single A anytime no. soon. It won't. That That's for mm-hmm. sure. So I think the, the future's still bright. Yep. Uh, you get the right coach in here, breathe some energy into the into the youth program. You know, it yeah. really opens up, you know, really, you know, with, with Rand uh, going back to like 2013, roughly about 2013, decided no more Duluth Marshall. Yep. And he put the stop on that. He brought in the eighth graders. He brought in riders. Mm-hmm. Gr- he brought these kids in. Is that a strategy that will the coach, the next coach, will have to do in fear of losing kids to Marshall? I think the door, which had been fairly closed, is probably a little more open than it was. It's yes. definitely something we're going to have to For watch. Sure. Yep. Yep. For sure. There's plenty of kids at Portman. There's mm-hmm. plenty of kids. There's plenty of good hockey players to fill a three programs here in the, in right. the city. And you know, there, there had already been a decent amount of grading for a variety of reasons over the past couple seasons. It'll be interesting to see, it'll be really interesting to see what the people who are not happy with the current situation do. Yeah. You know, is, is does everyone kind of fall in line? Is there a good honeymoon? Was it actually Randolph? Yeah. Or are they just never going to be happy? You know what's interesting though? Here's a, here's a hot Tony's hot take um, on, on the Duluth East program. I think one of the biggest hindrances to Duluth East success the last ten years is Hermantown. Think about it. I mean, what if Scott Sandlin decided, oh, I'm going to go live on the lake instead of in Hermantown? Yeah. Right? Where's Derek Plant live? Right? Mm-hmm. Where's Where's Joe Biondi live? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are these would be Duluth East. In, in you know, 20 years ago, would have been Duluth East families for sure. Yeah. I mean, Derek's wife went to East. Yep. Yep. Right? So it's like, I think part of it is what Hermantown's building or built there really affects, mm-hmm. you know, Jason Herders lived in Hermantown. Yep. I mean, a lot of these good hockey players, when they move to this area or are forced to move to this area or choose to move to this area, one of the choices is, where am I going? Am I going east or am I going west? Yep. You know, and I mm-hmm. think that's, a, do you think, do you agree with that to some degree? No, yeah, I think, yeah, that's, those are the two options people are considering if they're in Serious about locating based on hockey. Yeah, in the no area. one's no one in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. No significant player except Granis has chosen 
Marshall. Marshall. And yeah. there's been a couple blips at, mm-hmm. at Denfield. I think this is their best class this right. senior's yep. next year. Got, they're with, with the Twins. One great year here. Yeah, but. they'll be good, but they're not. They're mm-hmm. not going to beat Hermantown. Hermantown is as good as it's ever been. Yeah, is as strong as it's right. ever been. And and I've talked about it on our podcast for five years. When the when the Plant Brothers get mm-hmm. to high school, they should not play Class A. Yeah. It's not well, fair. They're here. It's yeah, not a fair still fight. In class A. Yeah, I know. I know. That's another topic. How do we go from the Mike Randall? <laughs> it all comes back to Herman Town. Always comes back to Herman Town. Always comes back to But it's, 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 a, it's, it's a valid point when you're talking about Luthisaki. But I don't think Herman Town had anything to do with Mike Randolph's dismissal no, at the no. and, and I think this, air, this Little Luth Metro is big enough to sustain two good hockey programs. Absolutely. That not be. Absolutely. I, I totally agree yeah, with there you. There will always be some people who drift wherever the, the wind is blowing, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a fact. So yeah. You have somewhere to go. I want to know where you're going and what you're going to be doing there because people on this show love Carl for something. They always love – everyone loves <laughs> Carl. Carl, Carl does this. Where's Carl going and what's Carl going to be doing on this magical island? So I'm leaving this studio and I'm immediately – heading to Isle Royale, which, yep. for those of you who don't know, is the island in the middle of Lake Superior. That's a national park. It's, it's, oh, so it's not commercialized? No. Uh, yeah, there, there are a couple of cabins and things. but uh, you know, you Are you camping? Yep, hiking You're around. camping in 100-degree weather? It's in the middle of Lake Superior, Tony. So it it's not be, 100 degrees. It won't be 100 degrees. <laughs> nice. So it's yeah, like free it's air perfect. conditioning? Yep. All right. Yep. And, and I'm going to go far away from Twitter and any forum. And There's no, there's no internet there's signal? No internet. There is no cell phone service. Really? And How many days? Till Tuesday, so... So four. three, four days. Yep. God, I'm jealous. Yep. I don't know if I could cope without I, my phone. I, I, <laughs> I, I wish I could say I'm doing this to get away from all the hockey stuff, but this was planned. Oh, yeah, it definitely <laughs> was. Um, what do you do there besides hike? Uh, is there canoeing? Is there... Uh, you can rent canoes or kayaks. Uh, but there, there's like, you could go on a lake, could you? There are, there are lakes... There's on inside, the yep. inside the island. Yeah, oh, and then there are basin so like, things. So, all right, yeah. all right. Then uh, um, there are... There are a ton of moose and some wolves, and there's like this whole thing where like the moose and wolf populations kind of fluctuate in relation to another. So, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! So could you get attacked by a moose? One percent no. chance. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a weapon to keep yourself safe from the moose? You just clap your hands. How do you? If you come upon a moose, what do you do? Moose are kind of like deer. Really? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get too close, but they're not. They'll spook yeah, pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. So okay, all right, all right. So they want to run from you, mm-hmm. and the wolves wouldn't hunt hunt a human. No, no. All right, so you're safe as far as I know. And, there, you, and there are no bears, which is great. No you bears. Don't have to deal with all the food security stuff that you normally have. Next yep. question: yep. What do you bring to eat? To eat? Ah, uh, bring a cooler? No, that's too heavy. How do you get there? There's a ferry. Oh, there is. Okay, yeah. so there's you, a you, ferry. Can, you can take a seaplane too. So are you gonna eat like crappy food? Yeah, yeah, pretty much dehydrated, dehydrated That's what food. I'm saying, yep. that when yeah. I think of crappy food, it's the t- dehydrated. Put They've the gotten thing okay. In the bag. They've gotten a lot better than they used to be. Oh but, man, yeah, I'm you, having you pick out the handful that are actually okay. Yeah. So you're gonna lose ten pounds when you're out there too. I don't think I'm. You capable. don't need it. My, my weight never fluctuates, Tony. <laughs> just, just wait till you're 53. Ah. All right, I'm just kidding. All right, well, have a safe trip. It's always a pleasure. I wish seeing you would have been on a better terms, but uh, I think we had a fun little pod here today. Yeah. And thanks for coming up. Great to see you. Yeah, yeah. as yeah. usual, as usual. For Carl Shuttler, I'm Tony Scott. Hope you enjoyed our special edition here on the Lots of Matzo Pizza Pod.